Would you like to appear on an episode of Infenda Radio once per month? Would you like to get an exclusive t-shirt that only you can wear? You can by joining our Lost Ranger tier for $50 a month. You can be a producer on the show. If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. We're back. I'm back. It was uh, interesting not having to podcast Wednesday last week, but here I am again. Um, I hope you missed me. And if not, well, too bad. I'm here anyways. Um, but <laughs> I am also... <laughs> I was say, if you I didn't was... miss Eugene, you'll miss someone else this week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The um, You won't be missing Justin, though, because he's right here with us. How are you doing tonight, Justin? God, you're like a waitress. You wait until my mouth is full and then ask me if everything's, if everything's good. Um, <laughs> he did that to me when we were syncing up. <laughs> um, I am doing pretty well. I just finished watching the Super Mario Maker 2 Direct, so I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, me too. There was a lot of good stuff in there, and a little I bit, well, wait. we'll talk about it, obviously, but a little non-Super Mario Maker news at the very end that got me pretty hyped, so that was cool, too. Um, how are you doing tonight, Steve? I need you to know, I can only handle one new thing at a time, and I'm doing two tonight, so God help us all. <laughs> the ship's going down. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's that's how that's how we roll around here. It's, uh, mm-hmm. It is Infendo Radio episode number 493, so you know what to do. If you guys want to join us for all the fun, go to Infendo.com, join our Patreon, do all the things. Um, but with that, we're going to take a little break, and then we will be right back. Do you want to be my Miyamoto? Go to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and at the $20 level, you can produce us. And we're back. It is time for some breaking news. However, um, we have something that we want to get out of the way first, because we got not, we're not going to just plug things. We're going to be trying to give stuff away. So, Steve, why don't you take, take us away and tell the people what we got going on? So, we're doing a giveaway now, and... That is for one of these awesome sets of Zelda Amiibo cards, which our live watchers can see, and nobody else can. Um, But we're giving those away to all of our $10 or higher patrons. So $10, $20, $50. Instant entry right there. And then you also get an entry for um, subbing to us at $5. Right, Eugene? On Twitch? I struggle with that one. um, Yeah, so if you... Five dollars on Twitch. There's actually three different levels that you can sign up for on Twitch, but five dollars is the minimum. Okay, so two ways to enter. Um, you can have up to two entries. And in the spirit of today's direct, I've decided that we're going to do another giveaway at Infendo Radio. After Mario Maker Two comes out, we are going to hold a level creation contest. So we're going to have you submit levels, probably through Twitter or the Discord, I imagine. And after a set amount of time, which we haven't determined yet, we're going to give away an undetermined amount of eShop credit for what the four of us deem is the best level. So look forward to that in the uh, coming days. So yeah, so yeah, Eugene, why don't you take it away with uh, the Nintendo Direct? Because I'm done hosting now. Okay. Well, before we d- we hit that, I'm gonna just read our um, producers for the episode because we do have four of them. So um, our first producer is Andy Searson. We have Phantom, Sky Pharaoh, and the Briannosaurus. So thank you four very much for producing this episode's show. 
right, so we're going to move right into the news. It is time for the Nintendo Direct because we just got one today. Breaking news. Yeah! <laughs> Nintendo just loves to give us Nintendo Directs on Wednesdays, and I'm all for it. I, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, this one was basically all about Mario Maker 2. Um, we got learned about a lot about that game, and it really got me hyped for it. I think I'm going to go and pre-order that game here after the episode, actually. But um, me too. in any case... Yeah, right? It, it There's a lot of really cool stuff yeah. in there. But before we get too deep in the woods, um, one of the things that I that they announced, which I thought was really cool, was that they're, I think they, they're calling them game vouchers or something like that. But anyways, you can buy or pre-order games now, two, two of them at a time, and then essentially you get a $20 discount. So if you purchase two $60 games, you get... Um, you, you can purchase them for $99 or 100 bucks, and then save 20 bucks. So I think that's super cool. I think I'm going to use that to, yeah. um, to pre-purchase Mario Maker 2 and probably go and buy a game that I don't have yet. Like maybe get Xenoblade Chronicle 2 on download or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, planning on getting either Kirby, which I don't have already, or... Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is one of the ones that's mm. available and um, that's I've kind of had my eye on that one so so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna get Mario Maker 2 but then I'm gonna save it because I am almost certain that Pokemon will be eligible for it when that comes out so good point I'm yeah save that's a good Pokemon. point yeah, I think that this is another just like, you know, Nintendo does gets a lot of flack for a lot of reasons, but then I don't think they get enough credit for these little weird things that they do like this. Because I remember in the very beginning of the Wii U days, there was the, gosh, I can't remember what they called it, but basically you got the, credit for... The digital promotional yep. something, program. it was DPP, I remember that. Digital yeah. Deluxe Program, there it is. Yep, that's that's the one. Yep. And it only lasted, I think, for a year, but I took advantage of uh, that thing yeah. all the time because you were basically oh, yeah. getting free money. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I got... I uh, used the living crap out of it. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I think I got either... I think I ended up getting Super Smash Brothers for the DDS, D, 3DS basically free because I had so many vouchers saved up. Right. Yeah, so it's it. I think that this particular offer is really neat. Um, Andy points out to us in chat that this is only applies to um, Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. So that's a good po a good point to make there. So you know, I guess that's another incentive for people to get the twenty dollars a year program. But honestly, I, I I don't really see any reason not to at this point. You can get I it mean, for free with Amazon Prime, like all kinds of reasons. Yeah. Well, not only that, but even if you pay for it, you pay $20, and then you get $20 back in the form of savings on another game, So, and then right. you get all the benefits on top of that. Yeah, no, it's, it's it really is, um, I think, Nintendo doing online right. Slowly but surely, of course. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, there are some gripes, I would say, like, you know, give us some SNES games, maybe. But other than that, like, you guys are killing it, Nintendo, I would say. But, yeah, okay, Nintendo, let's get... Nintendo oh, kind of does things... Nintendo kind of does things their their own way, and, and, yeah, they're not... They don't... They're not very good at doing the things that everybody else is doing well, but they do find ways to create value that nobody ever thought to do, so... Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's definitely one of Nintendo's strengths, I would say, for sure. 
So, okay, but let's get into the Nintendo Direct proper. I assume that all three of us watched it. Uh, just finished watching it about a uh, half hour ago. So <laughs> perfect. What did you guys think? I mean, so I was, I was excited about. I was on the fence. I sorry, I was on the fence about Mario Maker to begin with, and I'm buying it day one now. So I was. Impressed. I was going to I buy think, it day one I to begin my, with, and this confirms it. <laughs> Yeah, I think the thing that I was the most excited about was not even so much Angry Sun, but the night mode that you can activate on the stages and seeing the different stage hazards that come with that. Like the ice stages become more slippery. There, I think there was, what, wind mm -hmm. in the forest levels or something like that. There's um, the that desert was... level. It gets, gets wind because it gets sandstorms. That's right. That's right. Um, no, but that I think that is the thing that I'm most looking forward to. That and some of the new music that's being produced by Koji Kondo. Oh, yeah, and sound effects and stuff. I, I think it's really mm -hmm. cool that they're adding in like just a bunch of fan favorite type stuff, right? Like scrolling levels. That's super freaking cool. That you can Vertically scrolling levels. levels. Yeah. You could basically recreate the first level of uh, Super Mario Bros. 2. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's going to be yeah, fantastic. Sure. And then, of course, in the um, I like the wa rising water level that you can also do. You can do like rising water or mm -hmm. lava. Like, yeah, it, it, there's going to be endless opportunities with this game. I think. Right. Yeah, I'm like. I mean, I was I was day one purchase anyway because I loved the original Super Mario Maker, and I would have been happy if all they had done was port that over, but. Um, once I found out it was a sequel, I'm like, oh sweet, there's going to be new stuff. I'm definitely yeah. getting it. And then when I and then now you know seeing all of the new stuff they put into it, and this is just out of the box. I mean, we got updates right. and new features for months mm -hmm. after the original one came out. Uh, one thing they didn't mention, uh, which has me a little worried, is amiibo functionality. Are we getting mm. it? Are we going to be able to put you. our little 8-bit or and maybe in this case 16-bit sprites into the game because you know that was fun it certainly gave value to the amiibo that i already had and there were a few that i actually got just to have sprites of yeah definitely definitely yeah i I've... i hope that they bring that and for back, the perler especially... beating community um you know <laughs> having all those little 8-bit sprites was a benefit sure yeah, I've no, got a I binder think that full of is... Amiibo cards that I'm itching to use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna say. I was. I was gonna say. Now that they have so many different Amiibos, now I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Like, I Breath of the Wild didn't exist when Matt, uh, Mario Maker came out last time. You know, so like, imagine using being able to use like the Bokoblin Amiibos and stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Give it to have me. a, you know, either have different types of Link based on which link amiibo you scan you know have a you know, the, I, I know the link sprite in the first one was basically his legend of zelda one sprite but you know imagine if you could have a legend of zelda one a legend of zelda two uh, one that's colored like breath of the wild you know one you know just mm -hmm. there's so many things i really hope that they my mountain dew can has disappeared um there's <laughs> There are uh, so many things they could do with the Amiibo. I hope they don't uh, leave that feature out. For sure, for sure. 
Um, yeah, Phantom points out in chat too that one of the things that got him excited was the multiplayer. I almost completely forgot about the oh, multiplayer. Yeah. But yeah, that that's was gonna the be next a thing freaking I was blast. About. What worries me though is the co-op. I hope it's like co-op that the four of us will be able to play together and not just right. the local co-op that they talk about in there. Because <laughs> I know they mention online co-op, but I have a sneaking suspicion, and I really hope I'm wrong on this, but I have a sneaking suspicion that the online co-op is going to be random no-friends-less type stuff, and if they do that, that's garbage. No, cause, so well, I really hope I'm wrong. I feel like there's going to be a friend, because Nintendo doesn't like letting you play with strangers online they want you to play with friends or force you into a situation where you know if you're not playing with friends you have no choice but to cooperate sure splatoon right you know it doesn't do anyone any good for for you to be a troll but in a mario game you can be that guy who just purposely picks people up and throws them in the lava so (laughs) yeah (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's You're not no wrong. doubt. <laughs> well, did anything else stick out um, for you guys from this direct? Um, it, you know, features or otherwise, any uh, with Mario Maker Two? No, there was some stuff that was missing. Like I didn't see doors and keys. And I think they sh- if they you showed... could do on-off switches and doors and oh, did they show doors and keys? They sh- they showed doors like just kind of in passing. Okay. And I'm guessing, and I saw a key in one of the menu as one of the menu. I items. remember there was a sequence where Mario was running, and there was like three keys following him too. I in one of the, the okay, levels, okay, so I, good because that and you can was collect a really the red cool coins, which was puzzle levels. Yeah, you can collect the red coins, which is previously a way you could unlock a key as well. So, um, gotcha. It's interesting how, first of all, two things. Number one, it's interesting how many features are going to be exclusive to the 3D World uh, skin. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's just so many things that only exist in that. So, you know, whereas, like, in the last one and, you know, with the four other themes, you can kind of interchange them. There's certain things that change based on what theme you use, but you could build a stage in one and turn it into the other, and if you have to, you know, adjust things. Right. But, um, yeah, Mario 3D World is kind of its own beast there. And I noticed that there was a space next to Super Mario 3D World that was not filled in. So you had, like, basically two rows of three. You had the four standard ones. There was a divider. And then there was Super Mario 3D World on this side, but a blank space on this side, which, you know, kind of makes me wonder what's what goes in there. Is, are we right. going to finally see Super Mario Brothers 2? And two, that'll have please. its own, you know, the, yeah, that'll have its own thing. I mean, all the structure is there now, but, you know, who knows? Right. I I would yeah, be no, good with that. Uh, super excited. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think that is... I think you're right, Justin. I think that's where the DLC is gonna go. So like they'll probably do DLC for Mario Brothers two or toss mm-hmm. in maybe Mario Land or some of those highly requested themes. Um and uh let's see. They didn't say anything about all of the stages you've already built, so I'm wondering whether you know, you're going to be able to transfer them over or, you know, more more 
more than likely you're going to have to rebuild them from scratch, which will be a pain, but, you know, yeah. with a gamepad in my lap and the Switch in my hands, I should be able to, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. go, all right, block, 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 pipe, block, block, Space. you know, just kind of count it off. Yeah. It'll be a pain in the neck, but it'll be nice yeah. to get more people playing yeah. those stages. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Cool. Well, then, I think that's about it for the Nintendo Direct. I'm um, Just a little clarification that co- coming from chat from Andy. It looks like the game vouchers are going to be only available um, until July 31st, so it is a limited time offer. Um, still cool, nonetheless. Take Go and take advantage of it if you're interested in buying any games here in the next couple of months, I would say. <clears throat> but, okay. It is break time. We're going to take a little break, and I will be back at hosting Nintendo's. If you want to suggest a song for Nintendo's, you can too. Just head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up at the $2 tier. And we're back! It's Nintendo's time. Um, so I'm actually hosting Nintendo's today, and it's going to be a good time. Um, so I have a theme for y'all today. Um, it doesn't go with the, the three um, Patreon suggestions, but that's okay. So we're going to hit those <laughs> Patreon suggestions first. Um, if you don't know what Nintendo's is, this is one of our favorite game shows that we play. I have 10 games, and I have songs from each one of those games. And these two gentlemen are going to try and guess what games those are from. So without further ado... Without Lucas here, I actually stand a chance. <laughs> without further ado, you win we're going to get Eugene started. Anyway. <laughs> I, I think that this one is... Um, I don't know. The the first the three Patreon suggestions could go any either way. So get ready, kids. Um, and away we go. Oh, I know this. <laughs> of course you do. Jeez. Um, is this Gremlins two? It's not Gremlins two. Is this? System. You can. This is the NES game. Nope. I quit. Here's, Here's your, your next track. track. Is this Adventure Island? It is not Adventure Island. Darn, because it had a very Wonder Boy sound to it, so I thought maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll give, give you another, another track, track and then I'll give you your uh, next hint. Bonk Bonk's adventure? Um, Bonk is a thing, but I don't think this is Bonk. I have played this game. Can I ask? Is it Little Mermaid? Developer? You, it is not the Little Mermaid. It's funny you ask the developer because the developer and publisher are both Nintendo. Is this Star Tropics? This is this Star, Star Tropics. Tropics. Well, well done. done. <laughs> I knew I'd heard this music before. <laughs> awesome. awesome. All, right, All right, so, so that, that one came to us from the Bryanosaurus. So thank you, the Bryanosaurus, for that track. Here comes, Here comes the, the next one, one from Phantom. Um, ooh, this one's going to be tough, I think, but here we go. Hmm. 
Good lord. Fantasia? <laughs> He's not Fantasia. <laughs> Epic RPG 2019. <laughs> ah. Here, here's your next track. Phantom, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. What has Phantom been playing? How about System? It's funny you ask, because the first time this appeared, it was not a Nintendo console. It, it came out in the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 generation, but it was recently ported to the Nintendo Switch. So is this... Saints Row the Third? Is not. Assassin's Creed, I think it's 4 that's supposed to be coming out soon? It is not. Here's your As next track, though. Assassin's Creed, the one that's coming out on the Switch soon? <laughs> it is not. not. It is it not, is not an, an Assassin's Creed, Creed title. title. In fact, this game was published and developed by Capcom. Capcom. Dragon's Dogma? Ha <laughs> ha! This game, this game is, is Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma. Dogma. I was just thinking, this sounds just like what Monster Hunter. I should have known. God. Hey, Justin, <laughs> leave me one point, will ya? Just one. That's all I ask. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you say you ask, because this one is going to be somewhat of a lightning round, but I think it's really only going to be a lightning round for you, Steve. Um, this one comes to you from Malik Emerus. Boys and girls, get your buzzers ready. Oh, Malik. Box boy, or and box girl, box boy something. It's box boy something. Give me my box boy. Box, box boy. <laughs> bye bye box boy. <laughs> no, it's box boy. I got it. This Shut up, is... Justin. <laughs> it is box boy and box girl. Yes, it is. <laughs> well done, Steve. I thought it sounded I'm familiar. Like, oh, that I played this box boy game. So. <laughs> It's basically okay. the same title. Well, we... Yeah, right. Awesome. So, all right. That means that now that we have gotten through the three Patreon tracks, we are going to move into my tracks. And so, like I said, I actually have a theme this week. Um, my theme is games that did not receive a sequel. So, let that simmer for a moment. So and away no we go Final Fantasy one two three four five six seven eight nine ten yeah 10, uh, two, yeah yeah let's let's 12. define a sequel here. <laughs> is sequel a direct story sequel or is direct? Can that be like episodic, like the Final Fantasies? There's nothing like Final Fantasy on this list. Is this the Haunted Mansion? No, because I have the soundtrack of the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to snipe that while you were yakking. <laughs> well, it's not Conquer. Justin would have guessed it by now. Mm -hmm. Is it not Conquer? I'm gonna give you your life. next track, and then I'll give you a, a hint. Okay. Oh, Dylan's Rolling right. Western. So, you, it is not Dylan's Rolling Western. 
that has had a sequel. Wow. So here's a hint for y'all. Um, this game appeared on the Nintendo Wii. That didn't help at all, obviously. No. And the one I was just about to guess had a sequel. <laughs> was it The Last Story or Pandora's Tower? It is not The Last Story. It is not The Pandora's Tower. Here is your next track. So this game, I know this game as maybe not the first, but it, in my mind, this is one of the very first indie games that um, came on my radar. Well, we did Cave Story last time, but is it Cave Story? Cave Story. No. Um, and it's not Runbow either, which is the next one that it sounds like. It's not, it's not Runbow. Runbow. This, this game, game um, appeared on the Wii, but it also came out simultaneously on Windows. And then since it's been released on Linux, iOS, Android, BlackBerry OS, and the Nintendo Switch. BlackBerry? Wow. Yeah. We're getting down to it, so I'm going to give you publisher-developer. Again, this is one of the very, very first indie uh, companies that I even remember anything about. In fact, this is one of the very first games that I remember releasing for the WiiWare, I think is what it was called. But in any case, the developer, <laughs> the developer is 2D Boy. We already had Box Boy. God, I don't. I'm gonna give you one more track, I'm gonna have to and get then my card up, Eugene. we're gonna call it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've got. You nothing. might actually. This game was really fantastic. And you're. It was so fun. You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna know it, and I'm gonna be really upset. I've you definitely are gonna know it. All right, is that it? We give it up. I'm out. I can't think of anything. All right, I'm going to read the first two sentences, and I'm going to give a half point to whoever shouts it out. This game is built around the idea of creating large structures using balls of goo. Oh, World of Goo. The game is divided into... Mother. That's the one. But I didn't remember the music sounding like this, but it's been years since I played it, so... Wow. Give yourself a pat on the back for that one and a half point, Justin. Well done. I'm disappointed in both of you, though, for not getting it. You know, I, I thought Truly. of it and, and should have guessed it, but I wasn't sure enough to guess it. Should have taken the risk. <laughs> I've never even played All right, it. Well, your next track... <laughs> your next game also comes to you from a game that desperately needs a sequel because, man, I really would play World of Goo too. I think I would. Um, but this game appeared on the Nintendo 64. I'm going to give you that hit right off the back. I think this one might be a tough one. Here we go. Can you hear it or does the volume need to go up? It's pretty low. Okay, let's turn that bad boy up a bit. Better? Yes, is this uh, Rogue Squadron? See? 
It is not Rogue Squadron. I've heard this music. Here's your next track. All this music starts off real slow. Let me try and find something that's not like atmosphere. Can you turn it up more? Sounds like it's raining. It's pretty pretty oh, much up as far as it goes. I'm going to try and find something that's not like... Yeah, it was just kind of playing in. There we go. It's a little better. I've played this game. What system is it? Nintendo, Nintendo 64. 64. This sounds like... This doesn't even sound digitized. Well, that does. Alright, I'm gonna give you another track. I, I, I'm hesitant to give you hints on this one. I was gonna say, I'm debating on asking for either developer or genre. Steve. Well, go ahead and ask, ask away. Uh, <laughs> let's see genre. Okay. So, it's funny that you ask. Um, this game was primarily a third-person shooter, but it also had different types of things like vehicular combat and stuff like that too. Is this Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine? It is not. You're in the right wheelhouse, though. Here's another track. Alright, I'm going to give you um, publisher and developer. Um, the developer was LucasArts. However, on the Nintendo 64, it was published by Nintendo. Is this... Oh, I know why I know this music. This is Shadows of the Empire, and they use music from the soundtrack <laughs> of the book. That's why I've heard it before. Yep. God, I if I could have bounced around that one game. anymore... I knew it was a Star Wars this game, I just didn't Shadows know what else was on the 64, besides <laughs> Rogue Squadron. <laughs> well, In fact, I'm pretty sure I, the music that I was using was actually from the book soundtrack, but I know that there was similarities there, yeah. so you know. That explains why it sounded like an actual orchestra and not, uh, you know... Nintendo 64. Yeah, Nintendo 64. But which the is why I kept, that I which is why I kept leaning system. towards Factor Five games because Factor Five like right. can pull off some amazing stuff with the N sixty four. So I thought maybe they figured out how to make it sound better. Yep. All right. Well, we're um, getting our making our way through. Justin, why don't you oh. give us a score update before we move well, on to our next track? Justin that was is winning. Steve is not. <laughs> Just three, <laughs> Steve has one. I like it when awesome. Eugene hosts. Okay, well, <laughs> well, we're gonna play another track. I think this one might be a lightning round, but Wait, it, it definitely did... would be if Lucas was here. Wait a second. 
How do you consider a Star Wars game that takes place in between episodes 5 and 6 a game that did not get a sequel? Because there was no sequel to Shadows of the Empire, I would have played it. Yeah, it was called no Shadows of the, the Jedi. Empire too. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I'm with Eugene. And they had many Star Wars games. All right. Count. See, this is this is where the the definition of sequel gets fuzzy. But all right. Hey, I'll t- I'll take your point away. Your and mom it right is to fuzzy. Steve. <laughs> God. All right, lightning round, kids. I think this one is going to be quick. I did not need. I don't know if either of you have played this, but here we go. means I've definitely never played it. This game, <laughs> just because this game pops up every once in a while, I'm going to throw out Glover. It is not Glover. Here's your next track. Is it Diddy Kong Racing? <laughs> it is Diddy Kong Racing. Damn it. <laughs> I have I, played that I, game. I didn't... I was going to say, thought, I could have sworn you played that, Steve. At least you said you have. So I, I mean, it depends it might, on whether you, might, you consider whether you consider Banjo Pilot or the Donkey Kong Barrel Blast a sequel, but, you know. Uh, yeah, no. I was thinking about that, too. And mm-hmm. then there's the Diddy Kong Racing remake-ish on the DS. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that's a remake. That was the version of it I had played was the DS version. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, well, we'll move let on me see, let me see to what, our... Who was the composer of Diddy Kong Racing? Oh, Lord, I don't know. I want to say... David Wise, probably, right? Justin, you look that up, Eugene, play the next track, and I'll get a point. Well, I just want to <laughs> shame Steve if, if it was Grant Kirkhope. Well, I clearly um, don't know the difference the between the two track. anyway, so... David Wise. Eugene was right. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next track. This will not be a lightning round. I don't know if you guys are going to get this. I love this freaking game. There needs to be a sequel. Here we go. All that's coming to mind is Quest 64, and I know it's not. Is is it Quest 64? It's not Quest 64. Because you didn't say one way or the other. I wasn't sure whether you're waiting for it to be uh, in the form of a question. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's move on, let's move on, on to, our to our next track before I give you another hint, or before I give you a hint. Is this Illusion of Gaia? It is not Illusion of Gaia. So this game came to you 
on the Nintendo 64. I, I have a very Nintendo 64 heavy um, Nintendo tunes, it seems. Yeah, which means I don't stand a chance because I never played much on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> well, you need to get in or get out. <laughs> out it Here's is. Your next track. What in the... Um, if you've ever played this game, you would know. Um, I'm guessing it's Sin and Punishment. It's not Sin and Punishment. No, right. that got what a other... sequel. True. What other incredibly Japanese games came out on the N64? Well, this was released in the United States, correct? This was released in the United States. It's funny you say Sin and Punishment, though, because this game was also developed by Mischief Treasure. Makers? Alright, so we're gonna move on to our next track. This one also oh, comes gosh. to you from me. I don't think you guys are going to get this one off the bat. It, ah, man, this is going to be a tough one. I'll love you guys if you get it, but it's going to be tough. Here we go. I think Phantom would get this one. What does Phantom like to play? RPGs. What does Phantom like to play? Here's your next The only one I can think of besides Quest 64. Is it Quest 64? It is not Quest 64. Is it? It is Ogre not Battle a Nintendo 64? 64 game. Oh, okay. Is this So I guess your first hint of... is that this is... No, it's not Illusion of Gaia. And your first hint is that this is a Super Nintendo game. Alright. Super Nintendo JRPGs that did not get sequels. Mm -hmm. This is where it helps to have an encyclopedic knowledge of games. <laughs> I, I, I keep wanting to say Secret of Mana, but I don't know if you'd consider that having s sequels or not. I think I would consider that one having a sequel, but it is not that. Lufia has sequels. Alright, here's, here's your next, next track. track. Here's, here's your, your next, next hint. Um, so, I guess your first hint is it hint, Chrono it, Trigger? It is not Chrono no. Trigger, no. And that has a sequel, damn it. Right. So, um, I'm just gonna read what um, Wikipedia's description is of this game. It says that this is a utopian, dystopian, science, fantasy, role-playing video game. I love that they and throw apparently video I broke I, uh, uh, apparently I broke my rule my theme because there was a sequel to this game in Japan it was never released in the United States technically um, here's your next hint or your next track and then your next hint is that this game was developed by Copia system and developed or, and published by Enix. Enix RPG that does not have a sequel. Nothing I've ever played. 
Of course, the only Enix RPGs I can think of are Dragon Warrior and... <laughs> Let's face it, there's tons of those. <clears throat> so yeah, there's a sequel or seven. Suddenly it sounds like Metroid. <laughs> it's, this, this game's got, game's got some really, really good music. Metroid mixed with Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, it's, it's funny. funny. Okay, okay, so, so this, this composer, composer, I don't know, I don't know if, if this is going to help, but the composer for this game also composed Gravity Rush. I don't know if you guys have ever played the Gravity Rush games. I think I've heard of it, but... I think, uh, I think we might have to call this one a loss. Yeah, I think that we're gonna, I don't think that we're gonna quite get there. Um, but this is gonna be your last track, I guess. I'll try and give you another hint that might get you there. Um, okay, so the play, I'm gonna read you another sentence from Wikipedia here. It says, the player controls a party of up to four characters up to two main characters, while the rest of the party slots can be filled by mercenaries. I don't think we're getting there, kids. I got nothing. We get it up? Yep. Alright. I am well, checking out. This game is called Paladin's Quest. I think I might have heard yep. the title. I got that even if I tried. Life. I was gonna say, you guys are shaking your heads like maybe you've heard of it, maybe not. Uh, but that's okay. All right. Well, we're coming on to another maybe lightning round. Actually, it might be two lightning rounds in a row. I only have two tracks left. I was say, do we do we um, need any I don't more know. rounds? Because I'm walloping let's, Steve let's to the point him. where he has no chance. <laughs> Let's play them. Yeah, we might, we might as well finish it out. There's okay, uh, okay. there's only a few more. And like I said, we'll I think, we'll I think if these I can ones are going to go by point. quick. And I think... And I was going to say, and I think this one, Steven, is probably going to get. So, away. Away. Ago. Okay. God, it sounds like Fez. That hasn't been on a Nintendo system yet. Definitely not Fez. See, if you don't get this one, I'm gonna have to take all your Nintendo's cards away. Here's your next track. Is it? Is this Monster Hunter Stories? It's not. Your first hint. This game appeared on the Nintendo 64. Well, there goes my first guess. On the N64? Mm-hmm. This isn't Donkey Kong 64, is it? It's not Donkey Kong 64. Is it too early to ask for developer? Yes. <laughs> Is it too early to ask for genre? It's a platform. Mm, I don't know that I could tell you what the genre is. It, it, this game is kind of a genre all onto its own, quite honestly. Um, it, if I had to say it's anything, it's a... A first-person shooter on rails without guns. That is no help whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> is this Pokemon Snap? 
This game is ah, Pokemon Snap. Ah. <laughs> I was like, what? What N64 game is on rails? You're just mad at your mom's string of peacocks right there, Eugene. <laughs> I'm mad at me right now. <laughs> Pika! How did I miss a Pokemon game? Um. <laughs> Alright, well, we have one more. And um, the fact Steve, that that hasn't gotten a sequel is Jesus already. Christ! <laughs> Steve's, Steve's wallowing in his own self-pity. <laughs> However, I... I it's you guys nachos. might be able to get this they one. I don't know. Uh, here we go. Last track. Mario Paint. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Please, I heard that little that little hi hat a million times. I have that, it in my that iTunes. That is a... <laughs> Jeez, that is as bad as the time Eugene did that song on Bit Trip Runner 3 or 2, and I heard the gears, and I'm like, Runner 2! <laughs> yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Justin, congratulations. <laughs> Steven, I'm sorry. Um, uh, listeners, we'll be right back. I'm going home. Got a question you're just dying to know the answer to? Head on over to patreon.com slash nintendoradio, and for three bucks a month, you can ask us anything you want. All right, we're back. It is question block time. Um, we only have the one question this week, but that's just fine. This one comes to us from the Brianosaurus. Why don't you read that question for us, Steve? All right, so the Brianosaurus writes, Would you rather only be able to eat one food, like the same sandwich with the same ingredients, every day for the rest of your life, and it's amazing, or um, any choice you want, but they're all mediocre? Um, I would rather eat one food for the rest of my life and have it be amazing because right now everything is just mediocre and that would be a nice change of pace. I mean, I'm eating mediocre right now, so, you know, I don't mind, I don't mind mediocre food, but... Is that a spatula? I mean, like one of those rubber spatulas that you're scooping it out of the bottle with? It is. Beer cheese. Um, see, I guess it I guess it really depends on the food because, well, alright, the, uh, one of the sushi places near me that I've been to a few times has something called the out of control roll, and it's called that because it basically has everything in it. It's got like two, three different types of fish, it's got eel, it's got avocado, it's got cream cheese, it's fried, so it's got like a batter around it, like, like... If I could have a sushi roll that basically has everything I love in it, I could probably eat that three times a day, every day. Um, no, you I lost certainly me eat at enough sushi. Big, I certainly eat enough Big Macs no, to, to be satisfied eating those, but I'd get <laughs> fatter than I am now, so I'd be better off with sushi. Um, I'm the type of person <laughs> who doesn't like eating the same cereal two days in a row. So I would probably have to have the variety, but lesser quality, because that's just how I roll. <laughs> oh, that's the microphone that's in the way. Okay. Go ahead. So for me, uh, variety is, a, is the spice of life, man. So like, if I had to eat the same thing, no matter how delicious it was every day, 
that would just get so old and then I would just hate life. Like, even if it's just, like, mediocre, as long as I can, you know, pick and choose. Like, it doesn't have to be the world's best sushi, but maybe I want sushi today. Maybe t tomorrow I want, like, a nice hero or something like that, you know? So, like, yeah, no. Give me mediocre. Give me variety. Yeah, that's, like, um, when I get chicken nuggets, I will literally get every type of dipping sauce that is available and i'll or you know chicken strips chicken nuggets whatever then i'll dip it in like the barbecue sauce take a bite then the honey mustard then take a bite then the ranch and take a bite like like i, I love the variety i love mixing flavors i love yep you know just just what happens if i have this alongside that and yeah no right. I, I mean yeah no, I, we, I don't mind I'm kind eating of the same way yeah, I don't mind eating crappy food. Like I said, I'm eating cheese sauce out of a jar. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had, uh, you know, cereal. Or no, I had Eggo waffles for breakfast. Like, I don't mind eating, you know, the, the crappy stuff as long as it tastes good. Give me some, give me sure. some good tasting empty calories. I'll be fine. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, Steve, did you want to have any final thoughts to weigh in here? Or are we all, y'all, did you figure no. it out yet? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Steve. All right, fair enough. <clears throat> all right, well, then we are going to move now. out of the question block. Apparently. Yeah, we're going to move out of the question block and into change the system, and we will be right back. Ever wondered what's on the Nintendo radio cutting room floor? Find out now for $10 a month over at patreon.com slash radio. We're back, folks. It is change the system time. Um, it looks like it is time to talk about the games we have been playing. I don't think that I have been playing that much. You guys have probably been playing a lot more than I have. So I think I'll probably start first. So, um, I was actually, um, gone this last week, and I got to play a lot of games on the Switch. And one of the games that we played the most of was actually just Puyo Puyo Tetris, just a good old standby. Um, still great. Um, we, we took it with us to the movie theater, and, um, ended up playing with it, um, when we were waiting in, waiting for P Detective Pikachu to start, and, you know, there was a bunch of kids in that movie theaters so everybody was crowding around just kind of watching us play the game it was kind of cool but um, yeah we were you know we played a lot of co-op games while we were out in Colorado so that was a lot of fun um, I other than that it was all about Pokemon Go oh my goodness I almost leveled up twice while I was out there it was amazing so yeah um, a lot of good Pokemon yeah, in, in Colorado I'll tell you that much it's been uh, fun seeing all the different uh Pokestop gifts I've been getting from new locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The the because we keep trading and we're lucky friends now, Justin. Did you notice that? And we can't even trade with each other to get a lucky Pokemon. Oh, we can. You can send me a Melton or whatever that that one is, because I don't have one of those. Oh, that's true. Well, I can you. Now, remind me, can we trade um, if we're not next to each other? I thought that was still a restriction. Is I think that it's not a, a thing anymore? I think it's a restriction if you're not a high enough level of friend. But since we're, you know, Ooh. best friends or whatever the top tier is, yeah, and we're lucky friends because um, 
every seventh consecutive day of doing Pokestops and catching it, I use a lucky egg to, uh, you know, yeah. get the extra points. So, of course, I did all my gifts on that day, too. So, <laughs> I got a couple people who are lucky yeah. friends right now. Nice. Yeah, so the, if we were to trade a Pokemon, then it would automatically become a lucky Pokemon, so that'd be great. But we'll have to try that out. If you don't have a Meltan, I can shoot you one your way. It'll just cost a lot of Stardust, but I'm definitely game. Um, I'm trying to think. What else have I played? I know there was another... Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't want to talk about this. So while we were out there, we found this like cool little arcade in one of the downtowns. And yeah, I got to play a lot of weird retro games that I had never played in a long time. So I played a game called Silkworm. That was one of my childhood favorites from the Nintendo, from the NES. I didn't really even know that there was an arcade version of that game. <laughs> um, there was a line to play Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, so that of was course. the original, by the way. I wish we'd get one so of those that was on really the Switch. Cool. That'd be so cool. I would, I would, I would pay for that. I would pay for like a Marvel vs. Capcom. I mean, you know, the that'd be the Power Rangers game is basically a simplified Marvel versus Capcom, so you know that's something that interests sure. you. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, there was a lot of different older games there, and then they did, and then one thing that was really interesting is that they had some like modern games there too. I realized that one of their arcade machines was actually just a steam box basically that was connected to joysticks so like they had cuphead on there for example so i like there was people playing cuphead and stuff like that so it was just really cool um i had a really good time just wandering around that arcade and just you know putting and it was a nickel arcade too so that was also awesome so you know just oh, that's cool. a, yeah yeah throw a buck into the change machine and you get 20 plays you know that's awesome yeah, well, especially for classic games, like it's so stupid that so many arcades require you put like fifty cents into a Donkey Kong or a Pac-Man. It's like right, especially yeah, when you can play them at home outright. Buy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was pretty much my time um, out of town. Um, I, you know, a lot of just kind of mobile gaming and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'll toss it off to one of you folks to talk about what games you have been playing. Well, um, unfortunately, I haven't been playing a whole lot of anything because I just haven't had the time. But I do have two games um, worth talking about. Uh, one of them is a review code or a promotional code or whatever we want to call it and uh the other one i was hoping to get a promo code for but lucas stole it from me so <laughs> but i went out and bought it anyway so um the promo key that i got was for shakedown hawaii which i very briefly mentioned uh last week um and unfortunately haven't had more than you know, maybe a few minutes to play with it because I just haven't had the time to play games. But uh, it's definitely like so. Retro City Rampage was very tongue in cheek, and this one is too, but in a very different way. Like Retro City Rampage was basically poking fun at '80s pop culture. So there are a lot of movie parodies. There was a lot of um, video game parodies. Um, there was a lot of you know just kind of inside humor. Uh, stuff like that. 
Shakedown Hawaii is a little less of that and a little bit more of kind of a cultural parody because its style is very reminiscent of a basically if Grand Theft Auto Vice City came out on the Super Nintendo but it isn't set in the 80s like that game or Retro City Rampage is it's actually set in modern times but the main character is basically completely out of touch and still runs his business so as if play... it were the 80s <laughs> so I, sorry to interrupt I was just going to ask does it play like what Grand Theft Auto 3 maybe would say play like with a type top down isometric view or um, yeah I mean it plays it, it plays like Retro City Rampage. It's a top-down, um, you know, GTA clone-style game, um, whereas Retro City Rampage was, you know, graphically styled to the NES. Um, this one is graphically styled to the Super NES. So the sprites are more detailed. The animation is more fluid. Um, you know, there's kind of more stuff going on, more particle effects and stuff like that um it still maintains that you know 16-bit style and the music and the graphics and everything like that but of course everything's modernized for a newer controller and like honestly like it's so the gameplay is so drag and drop from retro city rampage i just can't not compare the two if you loved retro city rampage you'll have just as much fun with this if you didn't yeah it might you know, you might not warm up to it as well. But um, the humor is there, and actually because it's less, thus far from my experience, less parody and more satire, it's a little bit more interesting from a story mode standpoint. Because, again, you're not playing as parodies of pop culture characters. You're playing as a character who is out of touch with pop culture so like he right. he runs a video rental business that is going under and he has a, a news like a like a print news business and stuff like that and so you're instead of modernizing his business your missions are to basically destroy the modern businesses that are destroying his businesses so again very kind of social satire sort of thing and very in the same style of humor um so um but i've only put in you know like a little bit of time on it because i just haven't had the time to play video games and uh because i put quite a bit of time into the other game which was saints row the third which i debated getting for the longest time because i have saints row the third on my xbox and I really, really liked it, but I really, really liked Saints Row 2 more. And I was upset that they didn't release Saints Row 2. And I thought, well, I'll just skip this one and wait until Saints Row 2 comes out. And then I said, no, I have to have it because it is great. It is lots of fun. And it's the type of game that for me is just all about enter the cheat codes and... Pikachu. So, <laughs> sorry, yeah. so, sorry to make that you, game's a riot. Yeah, man. sorry, it's sorry, so sorry good. to make you edit, but yeah, I mean, like, I basically there, there's a cheat code that um, what it means to me, which increases your respect. Haha, ha, get you get it. But when you get to a certain level, like you can 
upgrade your stats. So you can upgrade your health and damage until the, to the point where you're basically invincible. And then it's just a matter of just do whatever the hell you want. Um, so that's that's fun. And there's kind of a, a, a challenge. Uh, even if you've, you're cheating your way through the story mode, there are like other side things that you can do. Like you can purchase businesses. The more businesses you purchase, the more of a discount you get and the more perks you get from those businesses. And, you know, to the point where you basically like own the city and... Um, yeah, I mean, there's some pretty wacky stuff in there that is six of one, half dozen of the other. I don't love all of it. I, like Everybody's like, oh, Saints Row 3 is so much better because you can use a dildo as a weapon. Like, okay, but <laughs> that's fun the first time. And then where's the, you know, gameplay appeal? You know, and, and because everything sure. gets kind of crazier and more sci-fi and ridiculous, like, you know, it's not quite as much of the stress release as, like, Saints Row 2 was to me, where, you know, when I worked at a casino and I had a bad night, I would go into Saints Row 2, find the casino, and just, you know, minigun the place. But, <laughs> um, sure. The, but, and see, um, it's funny that you say that, because Saints Row, the the one after 3, was it called 4, I guess? That, that yeah, one I think is where it, was it got Saints a little bit too out of control for me. Yeah, that was where they, they added, like, superpowers, which, you know, everybody says kind of broke the mm -hmm. game. Like, what's the point of having a game where you can steal cars and drive around if they're going to give you the ability to fly? That's kind of like uh, Arkham Knight. You know, why use the Batmobile when you can glide across the city twice as fast and it controls better, you know? <laughs> sure. But uh, pretty much those are the two games I've spent the most time on. Again, a real quick look at my Switch. Uh, you know, look at my my Switch thing and see what I have been playing. Of course, I've got the parental lock on. So I've played a little bit of Pokemon Let's Go. Of course, like I said before, I've been playing Pokemon Go in my spare time. Oh, um, another new game I got on a whim. Super Blood Hockey. Um... I've never I, even heard of that one. It it came out within the past couple of weeks. Um, it when I checked, it was discounted twenty percent. So if it's something you're interested in, now's the time to get it. But uh, basically, it takes NES black box hockey, um, spruces up the graphics and sound a little bit. You know, it's kind of like that eight bit plus style of graphics where. It's better than the NES could ever look, but it still looks like, you know, NES style. And then add, they basically add blood and gore to it. So whereas in, you know, NES hockey, when everybody got into a fight, you, you know, they just kind of get into a big group and people would get kicked out and then somebody would get a penalty. In this one, right. you're actually like... All the players get into the group, and you are hitting each other, like actually beating each other senseless until there's only one guy standing, and then you can actually injure the other players so that they're just kind of laying on the ice, convulsing in a pool of their own blood, and you know it's just like basically takes the the viol the violence of hockey to the to the extreme, and uh, gameplay wise, it's, it's Mortal Kombat hockey, right. Um, game and one of my favorite games on the GameCube was NHL Hits. So you know, it's 
basically, oh, basically, yeah. basically that times eleven. But, um, yeah, I mean, it plays like a better NES hockey, um, which is great for me because I loved the NES ice hockey game, and you know, it still has the big fat slow guy who can knock everybody down the skinny guy who's faster but gets knocked over and then the <laughs> medium sized guy um, you still have four players per team fortunately in this you can have the goalies be automatic because that was one of the worst parts about NES ice hockey was the fact that you had to control your players and the goalie and the goalie yeah <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah it's it's good fun and, and I'm always looking for a good fun hockey game and so that's def- that was definitely a worthwhile purchase for me. I got some other random stuff like Othello and random stuff like that, but none of it's really worth talking about. So I'll just uh, just wrap it up there, I guess. Well, there. All right, Steve. Well, it sounds like you are up. So what have you been playing this last week? I have been playing a whole lot of a single game. And I'm going to give you a chance to okay, guess, Eugene. Guess, what guess, do you think guess, I've been guess. playing? Justin knows, uh, so I be quiet. I saw you online playing something. Minecraft! It's Minecraft! I know what it is. It's Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, I may or may not have played just a teeny bit of Minecraft this week. Um, and by a teeny bit, I mean... Yeah, I, I, think, I, saw, I think I saw you on... like when I was turning off my... Oh, sorry. I, I was just gonna say, I, 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 uh, when I turn off my TV, my switch turns on momentarily, and it said that there was somebody online at like two in the morning when I was on vacation. I was like, who the hell is online oh. right now? It was oh, you er- playing Minecraft. Er- who else? That that's an early morning, Eugene. There was, I think, Friday night, Saturday <laughs> night. I stayed up till four a.m. our time, Mountain time. God. And By the way, in case you're wondering, Sunday still- I was up till two. In case anyone is wondering, Steve has still put twice as many hours into Hyrule Warriors as Minecraft. So <laughs> that's a that's a lie. I have 140 hours in Switch Edition, and I have 200 hours now in the Minecraft Bedrock Edition. So I'm at 340 hours on the Switch. So Gross. not quite twice as much, Justin. Yeah, um, I've been building some shit. Plus the Wii U edition. Um, plus every other edition. Oh, God, don't even get me started. I didn't put much time into Wii U. PlayStation, on the other hand, I bet has given my Switch time a run for its money. Um, I've built a fully functional railway system in the Nether. I've built a newer, updated, smaller version of an it's automatic It's only fully functioning if base. you can find a Pika. cart. <laughs> I ha- we have an unlimited <laughs> supply of iron, Justin. What more do you want? I want a cart right there at the beginning when I walk in so that I can just jump in the cart and go where the hell the track's I, supposed to go instead of having to I walk need, the track every time. I need to finish making the rails. I still have four lines to finish. I've built the system. I don't have all the rails done yet. Give me a break. I don't see you helping. <laughs> um, I do have to say, though, it's pretty I don't, cool. So, um, like... <laughs> go ahead. Let me let me interject real quick here. So anytime you uh-huh. talk about Hyrule Warriors or <laughs> Minecraft for that matter, it just sounds like you're talking about a different game than what I think exists. Like, isn't Minecraft you just build things with Legos? Like, what the hell is a rail system in a nether, Steve? <laughs> Steve, you may as well. <laughs> 
Okay, Eugene, so Minecraft consists of three worlds. You've got the overworld, you've got the nether, which is equivalent to hell, and then you have the end, where the ender dragon exists. Those are the three main worlds in Minecraft. Um, a minecart system think is of it. Think of it as of... Hyrule, Low Rule, and the Dark World. <laughs> okay, sure. Get with that's that. almost right. Um, then, like, okay, so I build a minecart system where you push a button... And rather than having, like, rather than you having to manually make the minecart move, I've got electric pulses that surge through various parts of the track that make it move of its own accord. And I have switch. So, tracks, like those battery-operated Lego go. Technic systems. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, thank okay. you for translating this, Justin. Um, <laughs> well, because I do play enough also... Minecraft and have witnessed enough Minecraft that I have some understanding of it. We also have a portal system, which the nether is one-eighth the size of the real world, but the coordinates in the nether translate to coordinates in the overworld. So you can step into the nether, walk a single block, and you've basically walked eight blocks in the overworld. So I we have nothing. portals at various parts throughout the world <sighs> where you step into it. Now and you that sounds like math, Steve. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, long story short, I may or may not have put a little too much time into Minecraft over the last week. I do have to say, though, it is really cool that the Minecraft Realms chat in our Discord is probably the most active chat right now. Um, Brian has spent almost as much time as I have in the game, if not more. Um, EP Nothead has been in there, and he has started leveling an entire mountain to build his castle like Dang. an oh, entire that mountain is halfway gone because of him is that what was going on over there i was trying i i took a portal uh-huh. out of the nether ended up near his house and i'm like why is this yep. mountain like flattened out over here <laughs> that's why it's because he's flattening it so he can build a castle where the mountain once stood Lucas has built Skyworld, which is a world that is literally like 40 or 50 blocks in the air. Oh my god. And fully functional. I took a portal, ended up in Skyworld, and I swear, like, I looked around a corner and actually got vertigo. It is so high up. Like, it's above the clouds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's way the hell up there. Is your dog carrying a bed? Did I just (laughs) see that? Um, it happens. Yeah, so I mean, I, there, yeah. My Dude, my cat has found a potholder yeah. that is now his favorite toy. <laughs> I I know Eugene that you do have some personal things with Minecraft, but if you ever decide you want to start playing, I will teach you. We, uh, me and EP are about to start teaching yeah. one of my coworkers when he gets it on Switch. My it's fi- just that it, it, it so it's one of those things where um I feel like like w- it's kind of similar to Monster Hunter there's just such a um learning curve there's such an onboarding to the it's, game that it's I think not I'd be really so lost uh, my okay see with Monster Hunter there is like you know leveling up and gear and so it's a loot based game really it's like you know one of those whereas Minecraft is really just kind of all about you know the world you build for yourself you can go in level 1 with somebody like Steve who's level 13,000 and 
you know, you you'll be on the same level. He just happens to know more than you do, and he might attack, you know, stronger than you can. But there's not a whole lot of attacking to do. Like enemies only come right. out at night and in caves, and the ones that come out are usually, you know, basically like grunt level enemies. So you know, a few swings with a sword, and they're down. Plus. Unlike something like, and maybe you can do this in Monster Hunter, Steve. You'd have to correct me on this if I'm wrong. But, um, you know, in Monster Hunter, your gear is yours and you can't give it to somebody else, correct? Right. Right. Correct. Whereas Minecraft, he can make you the most powerful sword and, and armor and all of that and just give it to you and that's yours. You know, you can, and mm-hmm. you just go out and you can, you know, make your way with the best gear right from the get-go. So, yeah, and sure. yeah, it is a lot of kind of like, it's a combination of like that, um, you, you know, the exploration and the finding things and all that. Plus it's building with Legos, except you have to, you yeah. have to find the Legos. You have to go out and find the right Legos right. to build, to, to build the house. Uh-huh. And that's sometimes that's part of the fun. Um, well, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Minecraft for me is, you know, yeah, it's an ama- it's a really fun game, um, but it really is more about the community behind it. We've got 14 people in the realm right now that are just popping in and out whenever, and it's more about the, in that particular realm, it's the interactions with those people that make it more memorable than sure. the uh, glitchy as hell gameplay, because the gameplay is wonky <laughs> as all get out. <laughs> It's not so. It's not so bad on on modern systems. It certainly runs better on the Switch right. than it did on the Wii U, and it it's right. silky smooth on the on the Xbox One. Which, by the way, you have Game yeah. Pass. It's free on Game Pass, and you can join. Mm-hmm. You can join the the same realm that we're Our all realm. playing in half the time. Yeah, if I'm playing uh, Minecraft on the TV with them, I'm playing it on the Xbox One, and then I you know log in on my Switch and yeah. take it to bed and play Switch around until I get portable. tired. Yeah. So, and Justin, you have been called out in the chat. The Brianosaurus says we will make a chest full of carts for baby Justin. So he's probably <laughs> oh, on that actually, right now. Actually, <laughs> you uh, telling me about EP's plan to level a mountain reminded me of the one thing I always do when I'm playing Minecraft is I find the tallest uh-huh. mountain, I level just the top of it, just enough of it that I can build a giant house on top of the mountain uh-huh. and just have like stairs and, and ladders and stuff leading up the yep. mountain to it. So I'm going to find the tallest mountain I can in your realm and I'm going to build my house on top of it. That's what I'm going to do tonight. Perfect. <laughs> and then what you're going to do is you're going to build another portal and I will connect it to the network and build you a railway with your own chest of carts. See, and now we're, we're speaking <laughs> another language. So <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Minecraft. That's literally all I've played this week. That's it. No more. But I didn't know what a Nothing hopper else. was until you jumped into my world on the Wii U. So you know, that was a good pun. Did you? And you? And well, you never think, did find the big old trench either. Good little. Um... <laughs> it's still there somewhere. Right. I still have that save. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was a good little check in with Minecraft because you know Minecraft is one of the you know like it or not one of the most popular games on the planet you know so like it's i'm sure there's still an audience for it i'm sure a lot of our listeners in particular are still playing it so yeah and eugene i've been playing for five years i figured out um based on the 10 year anniversary i started playing five years ago i'm still learning new stuff and they're so creative update 
Yeah, and with the new update that just came out, the Village and Pillage update that came out three or four weeks ago, there's like new tables that I haven't even used yet that you can do stuff on. You can create a fireplace now. Or not a fireplace, but yeah. a, um, a campfire. Yeah, and oh. it, it smokes, and the smoke goes up, and you can use it for smoke signals. But if you put a hay bale under it, the smoke signals go twice as high. Yeah, Wait it's a minute, just so, so you're weird. telling me that there's bonfires <laughs> in this game, like Dark Souls? Now I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's so, it, what's Look, amazing Eugene, about Minecraft... <laughs> what's amazing about <laughs> Minecraft is how it's just systems built on top of systems. Like, you're literally watching the game get built as time progresses. And somebody said, well, when are they going to come out with Minecraft 2? They don't have to. Because they, don't they need can. To. They've basically. Yeah, they've basically built Minecraft 2 on top of Minecraft at this point. Like, everything you could possibly mm -hmm. want out of a sequel, they'll add eventually. Well, and ev right. every update has brought something different. There was the Redstone update. There was Update Aquatic. There was the Bedrock update. Now we've got the Village and Pillage update. Like, each update brings a whole new host of features, so they never need to do a second game. And they can keep selling us skin packs and worlds, because we're going to keep buying them. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, sp I haven't spent any. Will. I haven't spent any additional money on any Minecraft for myself or my kids. The closest I've come is I bought the kids well, Minecraft Story Edition for the Wii U. <laughs> well, good news, Justin. When you do decide to start buying stuff, anything you buy, um, DLC-wise, will transfer over to the other games because it's tied to your Microsoft account. Hooray! Unlike Rocket League, which I logged into once, said. Okay, I'm level one and I don't have my Batmobiles. Screw this! I'm going back to the Switch. <laughs> I'm going back to the Switch. Mm -hmm. Yep, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, fair enough. Well, I think that takes us out of the change the system segment. I think that takes us out of the show. Um, we did it, y'all. Um, we made it to the end, um, and we only had one um, beard casualty, so it was great. Um, but with that, <laughs> this will be fun for you to edit, considering we're all having different conversations at different times. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but with that, yeah, we are gonna get out of here. Um, I'm going to start with the plugs because I wasn't here last week. So make sure that you follow me at Infendo Eugene on Twitter. Um, also follow at Infendo on Twitter. But more than anything, I'd like you to go to Infendo.com. Join our Discord. Just come and say hi. Like Steve said, come hang out in the Minecraft chat and just, you know, hang out with us there. So yeah. that'd be great. I can add um, people Steve, now can to the, the realm. I have the link. Um, you can find me in the Discord, nice. in the Minecraft Realms chat. That is, I, we're just going to rename it to Steve's home, the realm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so seriously, in Discord, um, at Gentus1 on Twitter. And I think we're going to start, I'm going to start trying to stream as we play Minecraft on Saturday nights once we get this video call thing figured nice. out. Nice. So look for that. And I'm just going to stream onto the Infendo one since it's a multiplayer game. So I just can't reveal any of my secrets cool. that I have hidden in the world if I do have secrets. <laughs> Fair just enough. Do, just um, be, be careful poking around. You might find his Minecraft porn stash. Mm -hmm. Oh God! It's in the realm um, somewhere. Justin, where, 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 and what are you stashing? And where can the people find it? Um, awkward. Um, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at InfendoJustin. 
Um, you can find me tweeting about Disney and Disney World at Utilitork. Um, and I'm actually back to writing... Hello, Kitty. And I'm actually back to writing stuff for Utilidork, so hopefully I will have a blog up by the end of the month. And uh, um, I'd like to start you know, doing videos and podcasts and stuff like that. So, you know, keep an eye on it. If you want to help me out with it, hit me up. <laughs> well, um, that has been Infendo Radio. It is time to get out of here. Um, we will catch you all next week. Don't forget to follow at Chromatic Hue, though. That's our good buddy Lucas. He's not here with us tonight, yes, but you know, go send him, send him a little tweet. Send him, say hello. He'll be back in, a, in some of the, in some weeks following. So, with that, for Infendo Radio, for Steve, for Justin, we will see you all next week. Bye bye. Peace. Ever wondered what it's like being that extra Power Ranger? You can find out for 50 bucks a month at patreon.com slash infendoradio, and you can be in the fifth seat of our show.